Fanfare Inc. in Madrid. Fanfare Inc. Fanfare. Fanfare Inc. in Madrid. We actually left and went walked directly to Carlos's studio. Yeah, which is which is a, a rather long walk. I think it was like four or five kilometers through um, through Madrid, walking from the city center, crossing the rather new park uh, Rio Madrid. The this four or five kilometer walk actually also allowed us to walk through or experience quite a development or change in the scenery and the areas that we walk through, uh, going from a center, which is obviously more touristy and of historical monuments, towards what it has been outskirts and now um, a part of Madrid, which is going through quite a lot of development, I think. And uh, this also explains quite the difference in the two studios that we visited, going from a small, uh, tight, space with more people to um, big, more industrial buildings, allowing Carlos, whom we are talking to next, to have a big studio space and um, big windows and light. And to sort of choose to have a bunch of other people kind of with their own spaces and he sort of it seemed like he had a different vision in a way for his space, isn't it? So sort of like to create a collective that sort of produces things but does their own thing as well. And um, I should say as well, uh, we did record um, at this point. Uh, it's important to point out that uh, Freya's phone was stolen and um, we did record a uh, conversation sort of walking through Carlos's studio and explaining everything and we lost it all um it's a shame but um we're carrying on otherwise um but yeah um maybe we should memory wise um what that what that recording would have would have introduced would have been the walk through a rather big space and the fact that as Charlie mentioned that the studio is shared with more people and therefore there's more um, different kind of workspaces that we walk through here. Yeah, it was just like um, kind of, it was like a converted office. Um, there was a little bit of kind of uncertainty about whether like Carlos was allowed to live there or not. And um, and like actually as a, as a beginning remark that I remember you, Charlie, noticing was that it seemed that everywhere things were not really done yet and not really finished yet. And so there was some kind of a studio in process, which is something that um, will actually connect to a lot of the conversation that we later on had with Carlos. I actually think it would be good to talk beforehand about the fact that we, just as Carlos's studio is in process so much of our conversation was in process yeah. that in a way it, we didn't really get to any conclusions and uh, even at the end um, we kind of had to cut it short a little well True. we didn't cut it short but um, I would I would almost say that that this was just a warm-up uh, conversation oh well, no, but we um, well we ended up um, seeing Carlos 
several times later on in the weekend and um, kind of iterated the conversation from there. And um, what I found particularly interesting as you, like, I mean, the, we edited it, we edited the conversation down a little bit, but quite, quite often what happened with Carlos was that he would throw out an idea that he didn't necessarily entirely believe or hadn't, he hadn't fleshed it out and he wanted to, through conversation, build it up and then he would come to a conclusion at the end. And Taking a break at that word, <coughs> very word conclusion, maybe the very, maybe... <laughs> Ironically, the conclusion was that that there was not really allowed to be any conclusion. Yeah, yeah. And so I could I could elaborate on that, but maybe we'll just yeah. Over to Madrid. In general, in the South, I don't think we are as nomadic. Of course, it's a generalization, and you can find other people that are, I mean, Spaniards that are not like that, but uh, mainly because of the culture, but not, not even inside, you know? Like, we don't even travel, we don't even change city that much, that often. Especially if you live in a big city. If I, as me, I was born in Madrid. Maybe if you born in a, if you're born in a, in a smaller city, then you move to Barcelona or Madrid or Bilbao or Valencia. But if you, if you already, if you're already born there, the only step you could take is going abroad. But then not not as many people do it, yeah. uh, because I don't know culturally, also climate-wise. You might do it for studies, uh, but yeah, it's not. We are not that that nomadic, I think. Maybe lately, but it's been uh, out of a necessity because of the crisis and not having too many opportunities. But I guess that almost eighty to ninety percent of Spaniards abroad, if they would offer, if they would be offered the same sort of opportunities here, they'd rather be here. Which I'm not saying is good or bad, but I mean that, that's something that yeah. way of like that thing to look into because like I mean yeah uh, the idea of nomadic tra like, it is quite romantic it's quite like a, it has a certain romantic edge to it and mm -hmm. I think like it sounds like the move to say London or uh, Berlin or mm -hmm. other kind of yeah, yeah. more northern cities is far from romantic <laughs> is that is what you're implying also, also yeah and I also we also have uh, with uh, friends here We also, I mean, it's not a theory, it's a fact that, you know, if you triangle, you make like this polygon between, yeah, London, Paris, Berlin, uh, the Netherlands, and maybe other, you know, like branches, the area they occupy is even smaller than Spain itself. <laughs> so you, uh, you, you feel international, but you're in a, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, if you move here from Barcelona and Seville, Seville to Barcelona, it's even maybe... It's maybe from London to Berlin, about. I, I mean, I haven't measured it. Maybe it's a bit more. But that's but like in distance, like in geographical Yeah, I think in geographical distance. distance yeah. Also because by train or by, you know, or by car, you yeah. reach places, uh, you know, like uh, this idea of international 
Northern European international uh, feeling cannot happen here even if we wanted to. I mean, it takes a bit mentally, I mean, also, you know, like a, a bit more effort to do that sort of. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's worse or but uh, you do feel that also you are being a peninsula. Italy, you are not connected with anyone, you know, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's the sea. And uh, yeah, and actually it's a very polemic connection. I mean, if you talk about Mediterranean connected with Africa, then the connection is not fluent. You know, it's actually a border, mm. like European border, like real border, like not the border between France and Spain or between the Netherlands and Germany. Yeah. Mm. So you feel uh, that sort of stuff. It's not like we know it. It's not, don't, I mean, most here won't talk about this. But, but when you think about this nomadic condition or if you verbalize it, everyone will say, yeah, yeah, actually that uh, we live with that. Maybe we are not conscious about it, but it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although there's quite a history of, of movability, I guess. No, sure. I mean, no, no, sure, no, no, that doesn't mean that... It, I mean, in that sense, the insula has not kept the Spanish people from going <laughs> no, elsewhere. No, no, of course, of course. Um, mm. But then speaking of, of moving and of, of being places, then I then we are now, Charlie and I just walked for five kilometers from the center mm-hmm. to, what is this area called again? Uh, this is, uh, we are in uh, Carabanchel and it's the south of the city also. Yeah, and it's <laughs> kind of, a, it's kind of, I mean, is that like a little bit of a radical move that you've moved yourself? Mm, not your, really, yeah, no? I mean, not radical, I wouldn't say radical, but, but I was telling you the other day, uh, that logic happens also in cities, yeah. Like uh, even in Madrid, people don't are not very nomadic. They want to be in the center. Yeah. The center is really small. It's almost town-like. If you happen to live in what we call the center, it's almost a town. You could walk anywhere because it's really tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, where all the museums and parks and stuff concentrates. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's really like a neighborhood. I think it's a tendency that people are moving out from the center. And do you think to yeah, to an extent, yeah, but it's not but it's not a tendency again, it's a bit forced, is because of prices, is because of Airbnb, is because Madrid is becoming more touristic, mm-hmm. which was which it wasn't. I mean Barcelona has always been more the place to go uh, for tourists. You know, also it's has the sea and uh, and whatnot. It's a bit more European in, in, in the good and bad way, but mainly in the good way. And, uh, and Madrid is, hap- yeah, it's uh, drawing more, more tourists uh, year after year. Yeah. So yeah, tendency, I think, I mean, not, definitely not a tendency out of uh, will, like people are not willing to move from center. I did also out of uh, a need. I mean, I, I always had the studio here, uh, the area surrounded by studios because it's one of the few places that has these sort of uh, industrial buildings that are becoming empty. Well, I mean, they've been empty already for quite a long time mm-hmm. because the industrial centers are moving outside, you know, like these big uh, industrial areas, new. Uh, or just ceasing to exist, I suppose, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if, it, if like the comparison is 
of the UK or mm. the Netherlands, which I'm more familiar with, is anything to go by. You know, the big, big industry, the thing that's like the future is uh, distribution centers, right? Exactly. So exactly. like, like which, big which warehouses that are new with all the, you know, all yeah. the needs that you need now. Which absolutely you don't need to be in the center of the city exactly. or even like in the city. And right? it's much more expensive to have the same amount of space. Yeah, you know, but then at the same like, time you have like in, in a lot of different countries, I know Spain as well, a lot, there's a lot of um, houses or places being built outside of cities which are yep. abandoned. So like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. almost abandoned cities and actually a lot of space available and potential. This yeah. is like for, a big thing, wasn't it? Around the like, uh, around the, the like pre-crisis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. the whole economy boomed because of the housing. And yeah, you can find lots of empty, I mean not to the point of Dubai or that sort of stuff, but it's like the small version of it, the small European version of it. But we've, uh, yeah, culturally, the idea of owning a home, uh, also the, I think it's also the whole narrative of out, um, you know, uh, uh, the dictatorship ending, becoming European, like, uh, officially, mm. Mm. Uh, also economic growth, and, uh, yeah, like, uh, a couple of decades, 80s and 90s of uh, really, like, exponential growth, and also 2000s, but maybe 2000s, it was everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was more uh, shared with uh, the whole uh, situation, global situation, and the housing crisis. I mean, the housing crisis is is also what happened in the US, right? I mean, so it, it's kind of a, but yeah, yeah, that was part of it too. Like owning a house is the thing is it's coming back now. Everyone, you know, because it's kind of cheaper if you can buy a house, you even pay less for the mortgage than the rent. It's a kind of stability, I guess. I yeah. mean, or. Yeah. I mean, I'm noticing it also even with or amongst like uh, people who's within the artistic practices that it's some kind of of saving up for um, um what is it called like well when you get older mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. to have well, yeah sure. security as to have a base yeah. yeah have a place to come back yeah yeah <laughs> I was just thinking that we could maybe use that as an overlap to talk more about um, like this fact of um of uh, sustainability within the creative practices and um, maybe also within madrid how would you explain the conditions of having a creative practice in mm. madrid at the moment i i mean i don't know i wouldn't be able i think to talk about generally because then in the end it's always about your own experience mm. uh <clears throat> it's But I guess it's, I don't know, I guess it's uh, pretty much the same as everywhere, but it's pretty extreme. It's either very difficult or not very easy, but when it works, it starts working. So, yeah. uh, you know, a year ago, right now, maybe a few months before the same time now, <clears throat> like at the beginning of 2017, I was considering moving away uh, out of Madrid because uh, for different reasons, mm -hmm. but I, I wasn't finding the... It like wasn't the, happening. Yeah, yeah, things weren't happening. I've been mainly based here forever, even though I've been abroad, but never longer than a year. Uh, and I was yeah, considering maybe moving somewhere. I was also already becoming a bit old in the sense of, uh, yeah, in the sense of this sort of Spaniard culture uh, growing in me about climate and way of life. Because mm -hmm. when I've lived abroad... I didn't believe this, you know, you heard uh, older people saying, yeah, but, you know, in Spain, we live re pretty well. Like, it's, 
And I always thought, yeah, but that's bullshit. You know, I really want a place where I can do what I want, not where I can live well or not. But when I've been living abroad, this uh, idea of climate, of the way cities are lived, um, the way some sort of stuff here is really cheap, like you know, going out and having a, a beer. And it's not like in other places it's super expensive, but it's not the same. And that sort of thing, uh, yeah, kind of uh, always made me want to come back. Like even though I found really interesting people outside, it's not so easy to find that way of living cities, especially. I mean, that's what I would say. Like uh, living the city, it's not that uh, easy to find. So I don't know, um, why. what was the question? Ah, the conditions here. So I, I would say a year ago, I would have said really bad. Yeah. Right now, I wouldn't say super good, but it's uh, working for me. And uh, as I said, if I can be offered this sort of stuff here, these sort of opportunities I'm having right now, I would rather be based here and do things outside and collaborations and whatnot. Also, I think it has to do with coming to terms like, again, Spain in particular, but I think the South and the South as a concept, because you could say this globally, you know, Spain and Europe is the north of uh, a global South. But it's the idea that South uh, eventually is going to be a place where, you know, you, you don't exist in uh, an international context. That happens to Spain in a way. I was going to, I mean, that, that so if you come to terms with that also, yeah, yeah. that's great too. Something that's, uh, I've only been here for a day. I arrived on the plane um, at uh, sort of nine is this first, morning. Is it the this first time morning. here for yeah. you or uh, in Spain? Or I've been, no, I've been, I've been to, or? no, I've been to Madrid before. Okay. Um, I went when I was 18, so it's ten, almost 10 years ago to the day, or not quite. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was in sort of summer. Around. And, um, Sounds cute. But yeah, that, that would be neat, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, so only a month ago, really, right? We went to Leipzig and it was, um, you know, it's like, it's what you're talking about with the North, in a way. I mean, it's not, but, and, it's and similar. I mean, you know, well, yeah, no, like the thing is, these things are complex. Like everybody kind of lives the same. If we're talking to artists, it's, it's often the same problems, right? Like, but then again, you know, the, the, really the thing, not, not, not conditions in a way, not even like, uh, the, the like troubles or the culture It's what you were saying about climate we were in we were like cycling through the snow you know mm. and that was a month ago and mm. that the way that that shapes in the netherlands as, as well yeah. our experience of like you know what we are capable of doing i think you get probably get you work more yeah. in cold weather like but you you know maybe you is that good for you i don't know like yeah, yeah. yeah i mean that's the that's the stereotype but uh, to an extent i think it's uh, i think it's true um, then it's true that here we work a lot, but maybe we are not efficient in the sense that. Uh, but we this do is have the divide. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, This is the key to the European divide when you're talking about South, uh, South. But North. you know when when you when they use this also like bullshit. Uh, racist uh, bullshit about pigs. You know, you know, you've heard that the pigs. It racist bullshit about pigs. But you you haven't heard about pigs the way the I think it was the Economist or well you're allowed the to... UK was talking about Portugal, Italy, oh yeah, Greece and Spain. We are the pigs. Yeah. The, the south 
uh, you know, so slow, we really work much more uh, when when I've been in uh, Scandinavian countries or uh, no, you know or even the Netherlands week of, or of even, 37 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you really uh, you know you you uh, you do that and you really go home early and. Uh, yeah, in the Netherlands, things close at five or no, or six, the latest. Sometimes, Sometimes. most of the time, I'm at least things when I was there. Things are changing though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, at least I in Nova Copenhagen, there's 24 I hours. Remember, I remember museums closing <laughs> like at five or five or six. It's yeah. And it's true. about the time when I go to a museum here, you know, uh, and I was kind of, uh, what am I going to do the rest of the day? I either go home, or the only thing open is beer, a bar. Which here, you wouldn't go to a bar at six, you would go to a bar at nine. So then I was between six and nine if I want to, you know, that's what, what I was telling or what I was telling you about leaving the city. What do you do between six and nine? You either get drunk or you go home. And yeah, to me, it's when the evening starts, it is, it is at, at six. But even culturally, you know, I go to exhibitions at six, I go to concerts or I go to whatever uh, at that time. Uh, it's when I leave this place or when I stop working and start thinking of going and having a walk uh, life in the city also, yeah, like public life, not only private life. Like, I mean, with colors. Should we say that, like, it, it was the end of the day? It was a long day. Um, and um, in, a, in a certain way, I think we, we were getting getting quite hungry by the end. And so we kind of, we packed up the equipment. I think by the end of our conversation, the studio had gotten dark. Yeah, and we like, hadn't turned the lights on. We so. hadn't turned the lights <laughs> on. And, um, and the conversation had been taken, I mean, maybe more more like three, four times longer than what we normally intend for? It was the mirror image of the Radio Relativa conversation in a way. It was yeah. like completely uh, tangential and great for it. And, uh, you know, it's probably, even though we cut it down, like it's this this thing that Carlos kind of starts um, it, it, with um, talking about the relationship between... Uh, Spain and the rest of Europe um, is probably like quite a nice segue to Roberto as well, isn't it? Like, sure I mean, yeah. like he, 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 I think, whereas that was one aspect of what Carlos yeah. discussed, it, it really, I think it occupied quite a big aspect of Roberto's kind of description. Yeah. So maybe we should move on. Yeah, I think allowing us to move on to that also allows us to uh, wrap up the equipment, get out of the studio and... Uh, and get some uh, some some Spanish tapas and wine before the next day went on. Annoying. Tilted. Tilted. 